The Outlet. The Talk of Queenstown. Welcome to The Outlet. I'm your host, Brent Harbour. In this podcast, I talk to Monique Kelly, General Manager of WOW. The WOW Summit is on from October 24th to 29th. It's six days of workshops, korero, films, tours and community events about creating tangible long-term social and environmental change. We talk about some of the things you'll experience and what Monique hopes you'll take away from the summit. Hi, Monique. Welcome to The Outlet. Hi, Brent. Really happy to be here. Now, the WOW Summit is in its sixth year. So how has the event evolved over those years and what sets this year's summit apart from the previous ones? It's been a really interesting six years. With 2018, I think that there were there was not a lot of awareness about what to do around climate action and, you know, the the a whole biodiversity element to what we really need to start focusing on. And it went from not a lot of awareness to suddenly all of us being hyper aware. And I'm sure that everyone's felt it, you know, over the past six years, even in our language and how we're talking about it and the what we need to do and the, the challenge that's in front of us. We've had a really, really quick upskilling on how we need to do this. And back in 2018, we were really conscious when we got together as a group of educating community and the need to make sure that we had good education around what was going on so that we could act together to actually, I guess, come up to the challenge and really do something practical, pragmatic to make sure that we were taking action. Now, this year's summit is centred on community action around resilience and collaboration, circular economy, climate action and biodiversity. Could you explain the significance of choosing these themes and how they all work together? I think there's two big things that we're needing to do and I sort of liken it to uh, imagine if we've got a coconut and it's sort of in a vice and that vice is sort of getting closer and closer and it's squeezing on that coconut and there's a lot of pressure going on in it and we've got two challenges. So first and foremost, we need to stop the vice getting any closer and squeezing any further and that's around adaptation. So things like the circular economy and climate action and biodiversity action are the key things that we need to do to stop the vice. That means that we need to stop using plastic, we need to look at renewables when we're talking about materials, we need to reduce our energy and our materials footprint and also look at how we're actually creating habitat for biodiversity to thrive. Then what we need to do as well is say, okay, well, there's a little bit of inbuilt change already that's happened and we need to adapt. So there's sort of that pressure is going to stay there and it's slightly different form this coconut than it was before. And we know that's not going to change back in a hurry. It's going to take a few hundred years if we can get it right. But what we need to actually cope with, and that's around adaptation. So that's about building in community resilience. We know that we're going to have um, more intense storms, more intense droughts. The consequences of that could be things like fire or flooding or um, a little bit like we had rumbling through last night, which was a, a good old storm. And we've had them before, so it's not a big change. What they, what will happen is that they'll be more intense. So we need to build resilience because it could, that, that changing climate could put pressure on our food systems. It'll put pressure on where we're living and we need to also adapt to how we're moving around. So that's all about that resilience. Let's get us ready for that change. And it is way more fun when you do it in partnership or in collaboration with others. And it's like Paul Hawkins said at the last summit, it's, 
who's got the best party with the best food and the best music and just make that fun. So that's why we've chosen those four different areas, I think. It's adaptation and mitigation. Now, you've got a number of workshops too and films and tours. Can you please talk me through some of these? So we've got a number of workshops. On the first day, uh, if you're in the tourism industry or you're you're on a board and you're in governance where it's a non-for-profit or, or commercial, we've got different streams looking at different workshops looking at well how can we do this in the tourism industry how can we reach that goal of um, decarbonizing by 2050 which is what the tourism industry has set the same with governance if you are acting on a board come along and you can learn about how to bring purpose into it or what the planetary accounting network has around looking at this in a really holistic manner We've also got a whole work stream for the builders, so anyone in the construction ecosystem, for architects, builders, tradies. There's two days, one in Queenstown, one in Wanaka, really focusing on you know getting out construction waste. That's the biggest problem in that in particular industry, but also looking at how we're building, what materials we're using in that built environment. We're going to do a couple of tours to, to some really exciting passive homes in that one. They'll be really interesting to go and see the community hall down in Luggage, which is the first community hall in New Zealand that's a passive home or a passive building. And then we've also got over the weekend, we've got some amazing, amazing, amazing tours with the Sustainable Community Tours. And we're doing Saturday in Wanaka, where we go and visit on our bike so it's a guided tour and you get to go around all of the different sites in Wanaka and really connect up what is happening in our town and then we do the same thing in Queenstown the next day so we're going to be visiting Passive Home we're going to be looking at energy we're going to be looking at food and garden we've got a beautiful lunch at the Sherwood and then not to forget that on the 4th of November we're going to Glenorchy for the first time and we're really excited about that and we're doing the same thing there and connecting in with their incredible non-for-profit organisations, doing predator-free planting. There's a whole lot going on down there as well. So it's the fourth. For those who are attending the Whale Summit for the first time, what would be your top recommendations to make the most of their experience? I would say it's this is a real community approach. So you've got everything from the little ease all the way through to adults. And what's, what we've found is really people come out saying is that they love the cross-sector approach. Like it's a really broad look at what um, we're doing. But there's a couple of events that I would definitely, if you're coming for the first time, there's Living Lightly by Nick Turner. And she will be coming in sort of our 101 of how to live lightly as in your home, and your household. And it's a really fun workshop to do with her. There's also the tiny talks where we've got on the Thursday and the Friday, kind of like a sort of a mini six minute talk, all visuals. And we've got some amazing people talking about zero waste and the circular economy, tiny talks, and then climate and biodiversity on the Friday. And we've got some really exciting speakers coming to those. And they've each had the challenge. They've got six minutes only visuals to put forward their ideas. So really good sound bites of what's actually happening. Now beyond the six days of the summit, how are you hoping people will apply the insights and knowledge they gain to benefit their communities and their lives? So I, I think the design, you know, how we've designed the summit or what the summit is all about is just having a period in the year where we just actually look at where we're at, look back at what we've done over the year and then look forward into the next year about where we need to go. So it's taking the learnings and filling your cup up at the summit. It is really inspiring when you come along and then taking that forward and just 
you know, if you're not, if it's individually, it could be something that you want to bring into your household or into your business that's a little bit of a shift. Maybe thinking that you are going to pivot and do something else completely within this area that you want to do, but you don't come out of it unchanged. And when you know something, you can't unknow it. People coming out and the feedback that we get is that each time you just go, oh, wow, okay, now we can do this. So that's what we hope people will really get out of this, is being really inspired to take what they need out of the summit and then applying it into their life. So where can people get their tickets and all the information about the summit, Monique? Jump onto our website, wow.co.nz, and you'll just go and click on Summit Program and you'll be able to see all of the program for the summit. There's quite a few events going on, but the ticketing page is set up. So you just go through to the ticketing page and you can choose which ones you want to attend and this year we've got a number of passes which are really great as well so jump on have a look at the passes they may be a better option or you can get the individual tickets to individual events well thank you for the continued work that you're doing and all the very best for the summit thanks so much brent and lovely to speak to you again download the queenstown app from the app store or google play thanks for listening to the outlet your local interview podcast for queenstown If you have a story or an interview you think should be featured on the Outlet podcast, get in touch by using the contact button on your Queenstown app. The Outlet is produced and published by the Queenstown app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. All episodes of the Outlet are available on the podcast button on your Queenstown app and wherever you get your podcasts.